Hello, folks. Welcome to today's podcast. And it's the Sports Mark Pregame Show for week 16. I know I haven't done one in a while, but I'm glad to be back and doing one. To start off, we do not have any Thursday night games. And yes, there are Saturday games, but I'm not going to get into them because be, while I'm recording this, the games are not going on at the time. So I just don't have an opinion. And I would have gave you a prediction, but it's I'm not in time to. So the games are midway through. But um, to get into the news, um, the big developing story is that Ezekiel Elliott is going to play his first game since six weeks of the NFL season. He is back. He's ready to play for the Dallas Cowboys this weekend as they face the Seattle Seahawks. The question that I have is what will he be able to do in his return? Now, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, defensive end for the Cowboys, said that he thinks that he'll get 80 touches. That would break the record for most rushes by a running back in NFL history. I don't think he's going to get 80. In my opinion, I think he's going to get 20 or so. He'll be around 20 to uh, maybe 25. Really see how they do and stretch him out maybe into the receiving game too. Another big story is the Steelers have cut all-time sack leader James Harrison. So don't really know what the thing was going through that, um, but I mean, I guess... They wanted to cut him and maybe move some cap room into getting somebody else. Well, the news was pretty short, but I have a big fantasy section for today because I know everybody trying to win their championship for fantasy this week. So here are some guys that you might want to start. Sleep on the guys that you want to start. And and I have some sleeper picks. I have some guys that you don't want to start. And then I have guys that you really should not even be thinking about. To start off with starting, we're going to start with Ezekiel Elliott. And the reason why I say that is because, really, I mean, he's just good with the – looking at the what Seattle couldn't stop Todd Gurley last year, last week, I mean, this guy's going to – he rushed for more than Todd Gurley. I'm not saying as more, but he'll probably rush for the same amount. So, really, with this banged-up Seattle defense – Expect him, like just I said, get the ball more. He's going to start to run. They'll spread him out. And if you're in a PPR league, you must have him because he will get the ball receiving-wise a lot. Next, a guy that you I, you just need to start is Cam Newton. This man is about to put up huge numbers. He's going against the worst passing defense in the league. I mean, there's no question, but start him. He's playing Tampa Bay this weekend. Why not start him? Guys, you should not be sleeping on, and I got two receivers actually on the sleepers that you really want to think about. One is Cole Beasley, and the reason why I say that, and yes, he hasn't had he hasn't had his season last year where he was balling out, but he's definitely a player that you know has progressed throughout the season. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you know looking at Cole Beasley and what he's done is this season, he's not the best, but he has 302 yards, he's averaging 8.9, and he has four touchdowns. The reason why you should have him is because they're really going to key up on Dez this game. Now, I think Dez is still going to have himself a good game, but they're going to really key up on Dez because they know, you know, have having Zeke run, now we're, they're going to stretch us out even more. And this guy is such a dynamic player that they're going to stretch out the Seattle defense not knowing what to do. They'll run sometimes with Zeke, and then they'll get this guy in some out and in routes, and boom, he's fast, and he's hard, hard to stop. So the next sleeper, and this this is a guy that I've been all around this year, is Juju Smith-Schuster. 
I know it sounds weird saying a sleeper, but with Antonio Brown out this th- for the rest of the regular season, this guy's really going to have to contribute. Now, he's not going to put up 30, 20 points. He's going to get you the points that you need to win a championship. He's playing against the Texans. I mean, really, the Texans. That's like probably saying, like, the Texans are not known to be a good team. I'm not even joking. You're looking at their passing defense and look at their passing defense. They're 10th and uh, they're 27th in passing defense. I mean, that's even that's so good. And I would not see a reason why you can't have them. So that is definitely a guy that you do want to put on your starting lineup. I wouldn't suggest you put him at receiver one or two. Definitely put him at a receiver slash running back spot. Or if they call it an ESPN flex, same with Cole Beasley, put him at the flex. Now, guys, that really, I mean, if you're on the edge, now, if you really need these players, I would totally start them. These are just players. The next se- the next section will definitely be players you should not even think about starting. But this week, but with this, um, these are guys maybe on the edge, but if you need to start them, that's fine. But it, defense, now, I haven't done defenses, but the Raiders' defense do not start. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to tear them to shreds. I'm not even joking. So really, I would not even come close to starting that Raiders defense if it's your only choice. And hope to God they play really good. They did get two interceptions last week against uh, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Really interesting what they'll see this week. Also really interesting what Nick Foles is going to be able to do. So really, I mean, that's just a guy that you're not going to kind of want to start. Well, I think, in my opinion, Jimmy Garoppolo's um, 3-0 start with the... San Francisco 49ers couldn't come to an end as they play Jacksonville next tomorrow. Definitely don't start him. This Jacksonville defense is right now on a different level. So don't even come close. Don't even put that picture in your mind being like, oh, yeah, maybe you want to start. No, 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 no. Don't start him. Don't start him. Don't even come close to starting him. Now for the trash can. Yep, I literally put in trash icon because these are players don't even come close. They're both quarterbacks. Don't start Kirk Cousins versus the Broncos. I get it. The Broncos are 5-9, and nine and they're not making the playoffs. But this is a really, really good secondary, and they're trying to prove stuff because, one, Aqib Tlaib might not be on the team next year, and, two, also, the guy named Chris Harris Jr., probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, didn't even make it to the Pro Bowl. So I think they would have a lot to prove. Same with Bradley Roby back there. So don't start Kirk Cousins. Yes, he's a good quarterback, but against this Denver defense, I would not even come close. Next, Marcus Mariotti's playing the Los Angeles Rams. Well, he's trying to keep his playoff hopes alive. Maybe next week, Titans, he's not keeping his playoff hopes alive against L.A. Now, I could be different, but this L.A. Rams defense showed up against Russell Wilson. And I'm sorry, but Marcus Mariotti ain't no Russell Wilson, okay? So don't even get me started in that spot. So don't don't even don't start uh, Marcus Merida. Now the game of the week, and it's actually technically the game of the week. They actually call that on Fox. Is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a fun, fun game. Basically, the team that loses is just going to be sitting on their couch for the wild card weekend. So, you know, or I can't say that because maybe, no, yeah, you, you get the point. You get the point. Anyway, first, my first question really is, what is Seattle's game plan for Zeke? And if my game plan is for Zeke coming into this game, you know, you one, you're in Dallas. So, I mean, that's a hard atmosphere. Two, two that, you know, really, 
Zeke Elliott, he's been gone for six weeks. He has a lot to prove. He's going to show up, and I think it's going to be hard. But if I had a game plan for them, my game plan would probably be, you know, really stop this offensive line. I mean, get past the offensive line. If they if they can't get past the offensive line, I'm not even joking. Their rush defense is 17th in the league. If they can't get past this offensive line and there's be a little crack, now with Alfred Morris and Rod Smith, they needed a bigger crack. But with Ezekiel Elliott, he's just going to need a small little shiver and he can get right through. So really, I think my key is going to get past the offensive line. If they can get that, even success against Dak, if they can get pressure on Dak, I think they can win this ballgame. And I, I'm not saying they're a favorite right now to win this ballgame, but if they're able to put pressure on Dak and they're able to slow down Ezekiel Elliott, it's going to be a long day for the Dallas Cowboys offense. The Dallas Cowboys front seven needs to play like the Rams last week. Now, I know they can. They have the capability. One, this offensive line for Seattle has been struggling. It's been struggling. It's been struggling. So, I think, you know, if they can stop, if, if Dallas can stop, if, can, if they can play like the front seven, get to Russell Wilson, force him to throw the ball. I mean, Really, they don't really have a solid running back. I'm going to be totally honest. These Seattle Seahawks, I don't even know who's playing running back right now. I think it's Chris Carson or Mike Davis. I, I don't care who it is. But really, I mean, it's going to – if they can't get their run game started and they're going to have to rely on Russell Wilson, oh, boy, you better pack your bags, Seattle, because you ain't going to the playoffs. If you have to rely on Russell Wilson this game. Yes, he's a magician, but you can't rely on him to win this ball game for you. If he's the one that's going to have to do it, this team averages 22 points a game. The Cowboys average 24 with Ezekiel LA back, I would say 30 points. If this deep, it, this is all going back to the Seattle defense. If they can't stop Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys start scoring after scoring, and it's all Russell Wilson on offense, forget it. I mean, this team is Russell Wilson's team, but you need a run game. This run game... For this run defense for Dallas has been pretty amazing, not amazing, amazing, but pretty good for the past few weeks. So I'm not going to lie. They they can't rely on Russell Wilson this game. They have to start a run game if they can't. To break it to you, Falcons, Seattle fans, you might make it into the playoffs. Um, But as always, guys, it is your host, Jude, o uh, Jude Okanis, and I'll be seeing you literally in two seconds. Yes, I'm actually adding the... Um, the I'm actually adding Sportsbox pregame show week 16. I'm Sportsbox pregame more to this just to make it easier and I don't have to make two separate podcasts. So I'll see you right now. Hello folks, welcome back. And I just want to let you guys know if you guys don't want to stay for this part, I do want to thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I didn't say that in my last part. But this is where I just start to predict games, so I don't want to take any more of your guys' time. If you have somewhere to be, don't mind. You guys can go on and take this. is just my game predictions. Nothing new, just what I think. But if you guys already have your game predictions, then that's great. But in my opinion, you guys just take sit back. If you guys want to listen, then thank you, and I'm glad to be here for doing the picks. Well, actually, it was kind of funny because I was listening back real quick. And I didn't say who I had winning it. So I have the Dallas Cowboys winning that ballgame. I just want to clarify because I think you might have been tripping. Let's start off with some Sunday football, shall we? Well, the Los Angeles Chargers going to the New York Jets. I mean, psh, Chargers trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. They're going to win in New York. 
Next, the 5-9 Broncos taking on the 6-8 Redskins. Both games are over. Both seasons are over before both teams. But I, I think the Broncos take this one. This is definitely a reasonable game for the Broncos. They do have them only by 20% fans. They have them by 20%. Yeah. Well, this one is a big one, and the Bills trying to keep their playoffs of life. Patriots are already in, but the question is, are the Bills going to get some sort of wrench? I know this sounds geeky, but I think the Bills... Psych, no, y'all thought. All you Bills fans thought. No, I'm just joking. The Patriots take this one. I think it's... I think the Patriots right now with Gronkowski is too much for this team, and I think they just overpower them. The Rams versus the Titans, also a Titans team that's trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. Well, the Rams are going to spoil that as they walk in. Rams defense is just extraordinary. I mean, they are probably the best defense that I think in the league right now. I mean, you could definitely put, um, um, what's the, um, what's the, oh my God, why, guys, why am I blank? Jacksonville Jaguars in that conversation, but you know. Next, we have the Saints and Falcons. Well, this is a big game for the Dallas Cowboys, just for if they cut, blah, 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 whatever. But it's also a big game for the Falcons. They lose out, then Cowboys walk in or the Lions walk in. I'm going to have the Saints win this one. I just don't see – I think Joe Brees is going to, you know, they're going to try. They're going to definitely try to destroy – I mean, they want their revenge easily. Next, we have the Panthers versus the Buccaneers. Don't give me this Jameis Winston. I'm not buying it yet, and I think it's the season's over for them. But the Panthers are <laughs> – I mean, if you've heard my actual show, I mean, I talked about how Cam Newton – literally is a god. I mean, that guy is going to destroy this defense. So that's in my opinion. Next, we have Browns versus the Bears. Well, Browns, you don't get your win of the season. So it's actually the one-year anniversary. Tomorrow will be the one-year anniversary of the Browns' first win. Yeah, well, things don't happen sometimes a year. So anyway, the Bears, I think they take that one even though their season's over. Anyway... Um, the Lions versus the Bengals. Now, I do want to see... I, it would be nice to see an upset maybe by the Bengals, but I think the Lions with Eric Ebron, who's been playing extraordinary in the last few games, especially against the Bears. I think they take this win, and this could be a big playoff indicator for them making the playoffs, especially with the um, uh, the Saints-Falcons game. Next, we got the Dolphins and Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs... I think the, if the Chiefs win, I'm just going to hypothetically... Chiefs win, they have clinched the division. Can I get a fact check? Fact check. Um, let me get a fact check real quick. Yes, okay. So, yes, if the Chiefs win this ball game, because they would move on to 9-6, and six, even with the Chargers win, they go 8-7. and seven. They've already clinched, right? Oakland's out, right? Okay, so I was just clarifying from John Rudolph, who's actually in the studio right now. Um, he's not able to talk right now. He's doing some research for another podcast that I do have, guys, for you on Tuesday, the day after Christmas. So excited to do that. But John is in the studio. Uh, there was a family emergency here back in L.A., so he came back. So, yeah, he's back. But he, he, thank you, John, for that fact check. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Okay, so I'm definitely going to have the Chiefs win that, and congratulations, Chiefs. I'll have you clinching that division. So the 49ers are 3-0 with the San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo's 3-0 with the 49ers. Jacksonville's 10-4. Jacksonville takes this one. Sorry, San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo, your dynasty comes to an end. But I, I do really want to make a podcast on San Francisco, guys. It's, like, one of my top needs. Like, I, I, I have this in my book. I have, like, top needs, pod, top podcast. Definitely the Tuesday podcast is the number one that I need to make. 
But this is a this is a one that is definitely up there, and I need to make one about what I see the future of the 49ers looking like. Oh, we got the Giants. Oh, my God. Why are we even talking about the Giants? Like, the Giants are booty. Now, to finish off the games of Sunday, we got Dallas versus Seattle. Guys, you already know how I feel about this. I have the Cowboys winning that one. I mean, you know, you can you can give me all this Russell Wilson hype and blah, 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 but they, I, I don't think they're going to do it. And just I'm not going to give all the reasons because I literally just gave them. These next two games are pretty simple. We got the 11-3 Steelers heading into Houston. I mean, pfft. Juju Smith over 100, I'm calling him. And then last, to finish off our Christmas special, we have the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Oakland Raiders. You know, what is this, competition? So, that's how I got the Eagles winning that ball game. Um, As always, guys, I'm your host, Jude Oconius, and it is a pleasure having you guys on today's show. And I hope you guys win your fantasy championships. If you made it, if you didn't, then you're terrible. Um, So, thank you for joining me, and as always, it is Jude Oconius. Yeah.